Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich. This platform, you know, will challenge your current beliefs and we will also help expand your consciousness. And as always, reality is a direct reflection of you. So monitor yourself. Talk. Now, on this episode, I am very, very pleased with this guest. I'm very excited to have her on. Um, Sh- Shanara, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> This is going to be so awesome. So just um, a little bit about you. Let us know what you got going on. Um, I know that, you know, this is like a UK, US type of uh, episode. So I'm excited about this shit. Just, just, let, just let the listeners know about you. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm Shanara. I'm from London, um, born and raised here. Um, I suddenly, my life basically, yeah, literally took a turn last year when I somehow fell into tarot. And that's basically what I've been doing ever since. Mm. <laughs> um, somehow, oh, we talk about yeah, that. somehow built up a platform, and now I'm yeah. Um, I suppose yeah, I, I read on a professional basis. It's my little income, and I recently launched uh, my shop, Eden of Nubian shop where I sell my Let's own go. spiritual oils and you know like crystals and jewelry and stuff. Basically, my shop is everything that I love. <laughs> Maybe that I'm gonna share with, with everyone else. Basically. And um, yeah, you can find everything basically like my reading services um, and my shop at EdenOfNubian.com. Um, and I think yeah, that's that's it for me. Oh, yeah, my guys, I'm gonna add as well. Yeah, my handles are at Eden of Nubian on Twitter and Instagram. Guys, I'm gonna add her uh, link descriptions in the uh, bio um, below the episode. Please, please support. Please, please support. <laughs> Uh, guys, if you haven't already, subscribe, um, leave comments, rate. It helps me um, allow me to keep doing this thing going. So, you know, leave a review on, on Apple, leave a review on Spotify. It helps me out. And if you haven't already, take this moment to grab your, your, your weed, grab yep. your drink. Shanara, she already got hers. <laughs> I got my cup. This is Sunday session for a reason. Let's have a fucking <laughs> session. Let's fucking go. On this episode, guys, we'll be talking about life abroad, and we're going to talk about uh, this ancestors. We're going to talk about astrology. We're going to talk about life in the in the UK versus life in the US. We're going to have a great-ass <laughs> conversation. So I just want to start, like, how did you even get into astrology? Walk me through that. So it's interesting. So astrology is something that I've always had 
somewhat of an interest in ever since I was kind of little. Um, so like in the UK, like obviously um, there was this big like newspaper that used to have this section in the back um, called Mystic Meg. And I would read like the little, obviously generic ass horoscopes. <laughs> um, back then, like, oh my God, I love this. I love being a Libra and all of this nonsense. Um, but I only really deeply fell into it and like discovered what birth charts were and all of that shit. Um, yeah, again, last year for a friend who was okay. obviously further into it. She was like, oh yeah, like, you know you've got more than one sunset. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm more than a Libra? I'm like, what? This is crazy. And so, um, yeah, <laughs> it was just from there and I kind of just fell into the rabbit hole and, yeah, now astrology is just, like, my life. <laughs> and yeah, It's same- a rabbit hole, all right. So, I know... Go ahead. No, I was just saying, sorry, it's the same for tarot as well in terms of how I kind of just fell into it through this friend, basically. <laughs> So when you, I know it's like different. You have like different signs, like yo, yo, rising and Venus. It's it's too much. I can't it keep is, up with all it. It is a lot, and you know what? I think it's great because it it makes sense. You know, it really does. At the end of the day, reflect what we are. We are kind of multi-dimensional beings. You know, there's more to us, yeah. not just black and white. And so it makes sense. Yeah, why would we just have one sign with the amount of people on this earth and the amount of people who have walked the earth? There's no way only 12 signs you know, can <laughs> kind of accurately just describe us, like in terms of okay, because you're born in one month, like everyone in October is like this. Like, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Because I was guilty of that myself. I thought I was just a Scorpio. No, I got Gemini on my chart. I got fucking Virgo oh, wait. on my chart. Tell me, yeah. yeah, we need to, what's, okay, so sun, moon, and rising, what are you? Because I've got some of those. My, my moon, I always get this fucking confused. My moon is in Virgo, I want to mm-hmm. say. And I want to say I'm a Gemini rising. I, I think that's the one. Oh, okay. So this is going to be very, very interesting. Wait, what's your sun sign? I'm okay. a Scorpio. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So I, obviously, I'm a Libra sun, um, Cancer moon, Capricorn rising. But again, okay. because of, like, how much I'm kind of into astrology, like, do you know about, like, sidereal astrology and, like, <laughs> no, see that—that's why I get lost there. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, this rabbit hole gets deep. Talk, talk, talk to us, talk to us a little bit. So, about that. like sidereal astrology is just basically um, using a different house system to generate um, the chart. So it's still the same concept in terms of you know the twelve signs and and all of that, but basically, it, yeah, it just kind of follows. Um, how do, oh god, I've just lost where I am. But basically, yeah, it's just different in it. <laughs> so, in terms of yeah. what I just told you, those placements would be my tropical um placements. You know, the standard sort of system everyone kind of uses in Western community, whatever. Mm-hmm. But inside a uh, sidereal, I'm a Virgo Sun, Gemini Moon, Sagittarius Rising. And so when you're like, oh, I'm a Gemini Rising, even obviously in tropical, um, I have no Gemini in my big three. I've still got a Gemini Moon in my sidereal. And I was like, this is going to be so funny having two Gemini's because obviously we're going to talk so much shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's all we do. That's all we do. But I feel like um, it's I feel like it's actually worth everyone actually ch- at least checking out their sidereal placements. Like I'm not saying oh you have to dig deep into it because it's it's a lot, you know. To kind of 
Where would you find it? So basically, it, usually most uh, websites that you'd go to to generate your chart should have an option to um, generate it in Sidereal. So the website I tend to use the okay. most is astroseek.com. And yeah, you have an option for you to check it out there. And um, why I say I think it's okay. good for people to kind of check that out is because I feel like both Tropical and um, Sidereal um, describe me perfectly even though there are so many different placements obviously and it's all completely different it's still me and I feel like it my sidereal definitely reflected more um kind of throughout my childhood because yeah as I was saying with that Gemini moon oh my god you could tell I was wait when you say when you say childhood okay I, I never heard I never well, for before. me personally, um, just, that's just from my own observation with my part. Um, I, okay. I don't know if it's like a thing in general. And actually, through speaking to other people, they're like, yeah, I've kind of experienced that. Or it's even the opposite for some people. They'll say, oh, in their childhood, they related more, or they could see, you know, their tropical placements more. But now they're an adult, it's more, they connect more to their sidereal placements. Um, but yeah, so for me, I saw it a lot mm. more from my childhood because as a child, yeah. I could talk for days. I was just <laughs> very loud. Um, very, you could tell I had Gemini um, in me, and especially with the Virgo. Oh my God, precise, little Miss Perfect, Mom. always the leader, always being told I'm bossy. I need to let loose. I can't yep. control this. I can't do that. But I'm like, yep. if I know I can do it, I can do Too it. Serious. <laughs> and very independent. Yep. Um, as a kid, I could do anything. Well, in my mind, I was like, I can do anything. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I definitely saw those placements uh, play out throughout my childhood a lot. And uh, with my sad rising too, um, yeah, I always loved to explore, very adventurous. Um, I just really loved learning as well, you know. And I mean, obviously, I still do love learning. Yes. But um, definitely as a kid, you'd always find me looking into something, looking up something and writing a lot as well. Having that Virgo sun and moon, you know, I mean, not Virgo sun, Sun and Moon, Virgo, Sun, Gemini, Moon. That's a lot of Mercury. <laughs> so yeah, love to love yeah. the light. That make that makes sense. I didn't think about that because I when I was uh younger, I wrote like little mm-hmm. like stories and shit, and I never understood why. <laughs> like I always found um yeah, a fascination with the shit, and like now I'm working on a book. I'm working mm-hmm. on a book currently, and it makes sense. Well, okay, I just love I just love to write, but with the my mm-hmm. Gemini. I noticed, like you said, I love <laughs> to talk. And this is also why you need to go ahead oh, and start your podcast, too, and stop procrastinating. I know, I know. That's the thing. And then that's where my tropical plays out, because Mr. Libra Sun here can't fucking come to a conclusion and decision to just do this. Because <laughs> it's, it's, one, it's one of those things. You you thinking at all different angles. You you It's, it's like we're making excuses for ourselves. Yeah. And we want it to be perfect, but... You can't be perfect in a podcast. Like I, I express authenticity. Like I'm like, just be authentic. I'm not trying to please this crowd or please this. I'm just being me. And whoever gravitates towards my energy is just whoever so gravitates. True. gravitates and at the end of the day, like literally a podcast is obviously a conversation. And in real life, you can't plan a conversation. <laughs> or you don't usually plan a conversation. So yeah, I'm like, why can't I just do this? <laughs> this is your message. So to this weekend, just even if you record like five seconds, just yeah, do some I definitely shit. will. Okay, that's that's my little challenge for, <laughs> for this week. <laughs> <laughs> what sparked your spiritual awakening? Like when? Because it, it seems like you've been aware. For some okay, time. so this is funny. So I would say 
I feel like Loki. I've had awakenings all throughout my life, um, but I agree. It's just I I've agree. been aware that they've been awakenings. Um, basically, last year. That's the thing. Exactly, last year has been such a huge and significant point in my life so far because it's like I literally just opened the Pandora's box, basically. Um, but a lot, yeah. So a lot of the things mm-hmm. that I am aware of spiritually, I kind of have already known, but. Again, because I grew up as a Christian, I kind of just ignored it or Me I just too. shoved it to the side. And so, yeah, I was quite I was quite religious in that That's sense. And so all of the things that I was kind of aware of, like, for example, like as a kid, um, I would lucid dream a lot. Um, I, yeah, I would have, oh, like, my dreams were, were crazy back then. I'm pretty sure I I feel like when I was a kid like I was so certain I died in my dream or something happened to me because like I just felt oh, like yeah but I can't listen I can't describe this feeling and it's not it wasn't a feeling um that people get when they like astral project or anything like that because this feeling was completely different but the thing is again yeah. it wasn't scary it was a very familiar feeling still at the same time but yeah obviously me being me I've never experienced death yet in this body so but so it was still all that the feeling was quite familiar and yeah I can't really remember the dream too much right now but I do I think like long story short it was just basically me dying and then kind of I suppose speaking to God or whatever and just being like well yeah no you gotta go back in it (laughs) and I'm like oh shit okay (laughs) and then yeah I woke up and so sometimes I'm like hmm damn did I really die? Or I don't know what the fuck happened then. But yeah, my dreams were very crazy as, as a child. That's interesting. I had a similar experience when I was on when I was tripping <laughs> off acid. I was uh conversating mm-hmm. with my higher self, and it was like when I was a really dark place, and I was uh I was depressed, but I didn't know why I was depressed. Well, I didn't even know I was depressed at the time. I just felt like really low. And so during that trip, I was like just thinking about, you know, committing. I'm okay, guys, psychedelics don't make you think about this, but I had took that acid at a time where mm. I shouldn't have, but I realized it helped me out. But don't take psychedelics, guys, if you're yeah, in a dark space. Yeah. Like, you have to be in a new, true, happiest place. So don't get spooked <laughs> about my psychedelic story. Um, but no, I was um, contemplating. I was at my, I'm at my grandma's house, and I was contemplating. It's like ending it all kind of shit. And my higher self said, "If you if you take your life, we're just gonna come back and play this again." Ooh. And that shook me. I was like, "What? What do you mean I have to come back and do it again?" And that just wow. froze everything. Yeah, for me. that that's that's wild. Okay. <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> Intense as fuck. But to so okay, so you you had those you had those lucid dreams. When did you come into that full um awareness? Like, okay, hmm, life is more uh than what it seems. I'm actually more powerful. Than La- yeah, I last I was. year once I did tarot and I realized oh shit, I'm actually okay at this. <laughs> so okay, so what 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 made you pick up the cars? Like it it, it seems like everything was like no, it, it literally one was, year it, again, it was literally through this friend um again like one day um so we're at her house and she's like oh do you want to watch a tarot reading at first I'm like uh, tarot like go I'm Christian we need to work <laughs> like tarot. Uh, all I've heard of tarot is oh it's evil don't ever it's demonic whatever blah 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 don't let anyone like tell your future all of that shit 
yeah, that witchcraft. witchcraft. Um, but actually, funny enough, mm-hmm. prior to this, in my last year of uni, so in 2017, because yeah, because I studied journalism um, for my final portfolio, I had to obviously um, write a, like varying amounts of different stories, and for one of them. Um, I wanted to do a really interesting interview, but I was studying at a university all the way in Cornwall, um, which is um, in the southwest of England. That is like on the tip, tip edge of like mm-hmm. that little weird bit at the end of England. <laughs> um, so, yeah, miles away from uh, London and very, very different, obviously, to the city. And so I was like, OK, I want to do a different in- an interesting story, but this place is low-key boring. Like, how am I going <laughs> to actually find anything interesting here? So I'm yeah. like, hmm, let me go on Facebook and I don't know, see if there are any like sort of weird groups or something in, in this town or something. And maybe oh, if I can shit. put a story from that. And um, so, yeah, I was on Facebook yeah. and then I ended up coming across this lady who was a psychic and she said she was like a fairy and all of this stuff. And I was like, okay, this sounds weird as fuck. Let me go. <laughs> um, so I went yeah. to her. <laughs> but yeah, this is too so much. at the time still being a Christian, I was low-key like, oh my god, should I be doing this? I'm scared. Like, but then I went as soon as I stepped yeah. into the house, oh my god, the energy was just so beautiful. I all of the worries, all of the anxiety, all of that shit just suddenly left me as soon as I stepped in and yeah, did the interview. Wow. It was really, really nice. And I was like, okay, this stuff don't seem too bad then or whatever. But then at the end, I was like, Oh yeah, I need to take some pictures. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, can you let out some cards like in a cute way or something I'll take a picture of you um so she starts doing it and then I'm like oh shit wait I, I hope you're not like pulling cards for me at the same time or anything like that and we start laughing she's like, no, 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 I'm just pulling them or whatever <laughs> I'm like okay cool um and then so yeah my friend's like okay watch these readings and so I started watching them and um they were interesting in it like, okay this isn't bad and if I'm watching it from YouTube how can this actually affect me at the end of the day and plus this is general so this shit might not resonate with mm-hmm. me anyway and then so yeah as I'm starting to enjoy it right. I remember the story obviously or what happened with that interview um, with that lady um, and by right. that time I just had this urge to get a deck and to just try it and so I did and then obviously when I realized okay I, I kind of know how to read I went back and found that article um, and looked at the picture now that I'm obviously able to actually understand what the fuck it all means and this lady pulled That's cards crazy. for everything that happened to me that year <laughs> I was so I was Holy shit! So I was so so shook. It was absolutely crazy. Cause it's, it's like it's like how as a like you you as a Christian during that time, it's like how do you you can't deny what right? you have just been told. You you can't, and I, I I was honestly so shocked because that's the thing. Like like I said, even though I was Christian, I was still very spiritually aware of stuff. So I never denied or thought that like tarot cards and psychics and all that was bullshit like I've always believed that it's been 100% real and that people can do this stuff but again I just had a, a negative right. outlook on it from what I was obviously told in it um, 
yeah based off of religion based off religion and yeah the more that i kind of got into um tarot and i'm like reading for people and and, and for myself and stuff um obviously i made what well, i had this account sitting around and because i didn't want this to start in um you know conflicting with like my personal and work twitter i was just like let me use this spare account that i have and obviously i didn't expect to get mm-hmm. any <laughs> sort of you know um attention kind of um from this and so um yeah it kind of obviously wait 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 question you started this a year ago but your platform is fucking (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i sometimes look at it and i'm like i i can't it still feels like i just have like a hundred people following me because again I, i never Oh, you don't. I never expected this. I was just like, okay, I want to come to this account and, and pull a couple cards. I know some people are interested in this, but then again, I had no idea there was this whole community out there, basically, of people who actually are into tarot yeah. and, and into spirituality in this way. And so, yeah, through kind of building my platform and connecting with people, that's when I'm like, oh my God, I can start having conversations about the things that I experienced as, yep. as, as a kid. And and yeah, so then that yep. made me want to basically start unraveling and looking deeper into the things that I basically, um, yeah, thingy like new from 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 childhood and I actually found um the picture as well while we're talking so for anyone um listening basically the cards that she pulled out on this spread were the five of cups I'll I'll explain what they mean five of cups uh, four of pentacles ace of pentacles ten of pentacles the moon the tower the emperor um the seven of wands and then there's another one that her hand is over and it's really annoying and I, I can't tell what it well I think it's the te- I want to say it's the 10 or like the seven of swords and so basically from <clears throat> from okay. these cards she's what it would take if this was just any if you're just describing this for anyone it seems like there's been a lot of upset there's been a lot of disappointment some sort of unexpected event has happened from some sort of revelation or from some sort of secret reveal um and there's this, uh, there's this heavy, heavy, dark energy that's kind of looming over all of this, almost as if like a puppet master, basically, that's been kind of controlling all of these unfortunate events. But there is obviously this mm-hmm. sort of light at the end of the tunnel because something good has come come through. And basically what happened to me that year is mm-hmm. my relationship ended, of course. And so that's the upset, the heartbreak of that final cups. Mm-hmm. Um, which was an unexpected event but what that major major real dark shit was is that I had I had my best friend at the time who um, I grew very close to uh, during my whole time at uni final year we decided to get a place together because we unfortunately had both had really terrible like experiences living with other people and we were like wait why don't we just move it together it makes sense right Um, so we did and it turned into the worst experience of my life and long story short found out this person was responsible for a lot of my friendships ending and rumors being spread about me and a lot of horrible shit actually that I just truly did not deserve to go through and yeah this woman pulled these cards to explain all of that but then suddenly I got this opportunity to 
finally leave because it got to a point where yeah I was not actually safe living in that house and by the grace of God I just happened to log on um, the laptop one day and found a free bed like empty house just like that and signed the contract the same day and and I was out the next week basically and yeah that was that ace of pentacles ten wow. of pentacles me finally finding that stable security being safe and 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 finally you know not having to deal with all of that bs really did and she said she wasn't and the thing is i knew she couldn't have done that on purpose either because i saw her still shuffle the cards no she didn't no sorry I didn't see her shuffle the cards because I was thinking, yeah, if I saw her shuffle the cards, then naturally she would pull on, you know, my energy. But she didn't shuffle the cards. She just pulled them. And so I was like, this shit is real. Holy <laughs> so, shit. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this is really. How did I end up doing this? Like, who would have thought from... I never, never, never would have thought... At that time, as I'm doing this interview with him, and I, oh wow, this will be my my job basically in free time. Never would have thought yeah. this at all. If you told me this, I would have thought like, are you smoking crack for real? Like because because <laughs> it's 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 the 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 negative connotation on tarot, oh. crystals, fucking sage, like Palo Santo. It's because um, it's just a religious program and they make you think that it's like mm-hmm. witch, uh, witchcraft. It's like a cult shit. And it's just, it's that programming is keeping you um, from Literally. really tapping into your divine self and using these different tools. And it's just, they just want you to stay programmed to worship in, mm-hmm. I call it the sky daddy, uh, worship in the sky daddy and the clouds and worshiping a deity when the the freaking deity is you right. you're, you're you're the creator and then it's just that 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 programming keeping you away from yourself because i was having a conversation with my um uh i guess yeah. he's my stepfather my stepfather um and he's a pastor mm-hmm. so when i was living at my mom's at the time um years ago um, you know, I would, you know, sage the crib, you know, I have my crystals out, I have my crystal necklace and he'll, he'll, he'll say, you know, uh, don't, don't do that because, you know, that's, that's the devil's work or, um, those crystals, um, those crystals are the devil's work. And it's like, how, how can some, some stones, some crystals be came from the earth? What? Like there's mm-hmm. freaking caves with crystals. Like how, how is this the devil's work? Like. But it's that programming, it's that miseducation about right. it that's keeping people mm-hmm. uh, ignorant to and, the truth. And, and it's, it's such a shame because you can kind of look at life, obviously, people like to say, oh, yeah, life is a simulation, it's a game, whatever. So, okay, life is a game, and I feel like religion is like... You've kind of when you kind of subscribe yes, solely to religion, sometimes it's almost as if you've forced your um, character to play on demo mode basically <laughs> because you're not allowed you're not able yep, to yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. unlock the, the the secret little weapons not weapons oh, not so shit this is life there's violence everywhere but uh, you know what i mean you know certain games they That's have so little true. like collectible items or something that you can't obviously like get when shit. you're yeah, playing I'm the genuine. demo version but when you play the full version oh yeah you can go here you can go down this route you can unlock this room or whatever and religion yeah keeps you on this demo mode 
on on life basically and it's crazy that people can ever think things especially that are natural are of the devil or 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 evil anything like that because yeah like i said crystals are come from you know come from the earth as sage, and as does a lot of um, herbs that are used as as in in like rituals or as smoking like cleansing tools and stuff like that like i don't Mm -hmm. understand how any of that um is is evil and yes i'm very big on on crystals and you know cleansing and, and all of that stuff um and actually um earlier this year unfortunately i did lose my grandma um in april and um something my just kind of told me thank you so um something just told me uh, you need to get her a couple of crystals because obviously she was in in the hospital and just naturally the energy of a hospital you know it is very very heavy and um at the time that I wanted to get other crystals, it's not like we were told anything serious, but I just had this feeling earlier this year, actually, I kind of had the feeling that this was probably going to be the year that she would go. Um, but I just never knew it would be that quick, obviously. Um, and so, yeah, I really yeah. feel like I had yep, yep, to yep. get her these crystals to kind of, in some way, I don't know, kind of help with her transitioning and the, the energy that she was going to be mm-hmm. in while it happened. And I was like, mm-hmm. if there's any way I can just clear any shit that's around or if there's anyone that kind of comes potentially to visit or whatever that should have got then obviously because of it because she was admitted literally during the beginning of lockdown you know they were kind of strict on visitors anyway um but still I was like I just let me give her um, no I got so I got her a black where oh no shit I wanna say, no I even want to say it was a black a black obsidian uh bracelet and then I think I got okay. her um, a selenite okay. stick as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's very annoying oh, I because the, I, the the nurses like rem- eventually removed it off of her. And I don't know where the crystal went to. And it was like, oh, at least, you know, we'd oh, be able wow. to kind of, you know, lay her to rest with it. But I suppose still that energy, hopefully the crystals did what yeah. they had to do. And, you know, I still believe she did have a very easy and 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 smooth no, um, transition did. and stuff like that um but yeah so yeah so they are very 100%, sort of um 100%. personal to me and i've experienced the effects of crystals personally and i don't and it's not like i'm worshiping crystals it's not like i'm putting it above god or spirit mm-hmm. or whoever you know i kind of um believe in at all again like you said the tools basically that we've literally been provided with so how in yeah, any tool, way yeah. is using a tool that the creator gave us going against the creator it, it doesn't make sense to me from that perspective <laughs> it's the it's this mm-hmm. it's the same thing with the freaking bible exactly. isn't the bible a tool is. if, if we're being honest so it's, it's no different. You have one book telling you. You have a book that's telling you how to how to live, how to act, how to view the world, and then you have other tools that's allowing you to tap in intuitively and and like just using your energy, using your inner being. I'd rather you know use my own my own self and my own inner knowledge than versus reading a book and that's telling me how I should view mm-hmm. the world and and God quote yeah. quote. That's that's so interesting. So I know mm-hmm. it's to, to 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 trail back with when you were speaking of your 
grandmother. I had a similar experience because mine mm-hmm. transitioned last mm-hmm. April. So it's interesting when you said yours transitioned yeah. this April. Thank you. Um, I remember mm-hmm. it was right before I had left to come here um, to visit Chelsea. And I knew she was, I knew, okay, that, that story I told mm-hmm. of early in the conversation about my acid trip. I saw her soul leaving her body. Mm-hmm. So I knew that she was transitioning. I didn't know when. So we were having like a soul to soul conversation mm-hmm. that night. It was really fucking beautiful. But I knew that she was going soon. Just didn't know when. So when she left, I was uh, already here. And I, mm-hmm. I was walking in a field in Bristol. And um, I felt her energy mm-hmm. right beside me. I just felt like this really calm um, energy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, you went. Like, I knew when she went because I felt her right there beside me. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I'm glad you're good. Because, like, mm-hmm. we, this is all a temporary experience. This is all a fucking temporary experience. We've came here to hopefully experience yourself as a creator and, you know, learn whatever you want to learn, experience what you want to experience, but to keep in the forefront that mm-hmm. you are the creator of your reality ultimately. And, you know, what you think, feel, okay. say you know, shapes all around you. And like, yeah, we have, we are under currently a, I I like, I don't, it's like, it's dark magic in a sense. Like there's a a select group of people who are, you know, manipulating the mass. You know, you got your media, you have religion, you have, um, you know, the news, all these different channels being, being put to us. And it's until we wake up that we're going to realize this. And, I think, well, I know this, this, this whole um, chaos, this whole mm-hmm. tower moment that the world is fucking undergoing, it's the great awakening, it's the, it's the, it's the fucking shift that's waking everybody up. We, peop- we are so deeply programmed in the sleep <laughs> that we don't know that we're asleep. But all these, all these, all these triggers, you have mm-hmm. the riots, you have the looting, you have the, you know, the racial injustices, all these fucking trigger moments is going to keep yeah. hammering at people yeah. until they wake up and say, hmm, something's not right here. Right? Something's not, I don't That's I can't crazy. put my finger on it, but something but, don't yeah, I, I, It's crazy because when you were speaking actually about um, your grandma uh, transitioning, I definitely feel like I I knew when she passed too. So basically, yeah, she was in the hospital, and some this mm-hmm. it's been very difficult. Well, I mean, actually, it's it's difficult to kind of process um a, a death to somebody you're close to. Because yeah, I was extremely extremely close to my grandma. She had a lot of grandkids. Um, because she had five children, so she had like twelve grandkids. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't even one of like the, her first grandkids. I feel like I'm. I think I'm like seventh or eighth or something like that. But I had like yeah the the, the, the the deepest bond with her, so to speak. I suppose because my mum is her only daughter as well, you know, and you kind of have that connection. I suppose okay. with your mother's yeah child, or whatever. But either way, so yeah. Um, as she um was so she she was by herself. Um, obviously in in the hospital, and my mum had been going regularly. They were obviously allowing you know like one or two visitors, so my mum was always there whenever visiting hours would let her basically and I kind of felt bad because that same evening that my nan passed was the one evening I was like 
no don't go because unfortunately that's when things were really picking up with the virus and it was starting to sound kind of scary you know when it was kind of very fresh and the way they were kind of carrying on with things Mm -hmm. and because yeah it was the fact that she was in the hospital and we were just kind of worried something being brought back home and and we're just like not not tonight you know um and we agreed in the house and unfortunately Mm. that was that happened to be the night that she passed but so she passed um i can't can't remember if this was but it was definitely um some point around after 7 p.m and i happened to be in my room um around Mm. that time and something just told me um to write in my journal um about her like not necessarily not a letter to her but i just started writing about her um, and yeah, kind of like you explained with your grandma, mm-hmm. but I just, it's like I felt her presence kind of with me. And obviously, as I'm writing, like, and we knew obviously she, yeah. her, like she was going to pass soon, but I just started crying as if, yeah, it had already happened or something. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I knew. And I was you like, knew. oh, it just knew. kind of sucks that physically she was alone but weird enough spiritually yeah. I don't feel like she was alone or at least when she transitioned she, I don't know she, I felt her De- quickly definitely though. Wasn't. <laughs> you know because <laughs> you you were you were supposed yeah. to bring that that uh that term line to her because it was the reason why you had to answer you had the nurse to do it just assist her yeah, as, she, as she yeah, makes her transition like, to the okay, other side. If no one's going to potentially be there when it happens, at least shit, I can make the energy be somewhat comfortable and good for her through these crystals and, and stuff around her. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so, so interesting. That's interesting. Let's talk about, I know that, um, cause I'm obviously mm-hmm. I'm from the, from the U S you're from, you know, London, but I'm just, you know, residing, residing in the UK at the moment. How are you noticing the, the, the restrictions that you guys are having? Cause I know right now, um, I think are, are we're in tier, tier three? two in London, which makes no fucking sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stupid. I remember when I first got here, one thing I did appreciate when I got here that, because in the U.S., everyone is wearing a fucking mask, like everywhere, outside, everywhere. And it's like, you, I, I get the, the protection protocol, but how are you breathing in new oxygen? Like, how are you, you know, or how are you comfortable with, I, I feel, I get anxious <laughs> when I put the mask on. I feel like I'm being told to shut up. I feel like I'm being told to comply and conform to, you know, authority, like, my thing, my thing is, um, as that long as you take care of your, your immune system. That's the thing. I'm very big on that is, as well. And I, this whole time I've been wondering why are they not pushing the, a focus more on people strengthening their immune system? It's, it's it, that's literally it's what that it is, and it's crazy because I obviously I even I'm from London, born in London, but um I'm of West Indian descent. So my my parent, my dad's from um Saint Vincent, um and so being you know West Indian, there is that that sure. saying um prevention is is better uh, better than cure, um and so yeah, I strongly yeah. believe that you know it's it's best to at least attempt you know preventing something from happening than 
old just waiting to find a cure once you're you're hit with something, you know? <laughs> Cause who's to say the vaccine is gonna fucking, you know, cure like it's gonna cure you. Like let's say let's say for example, people take the flu shot, okay? You have all these side effects. You don't know what side effects are in this damn vaccine. And also, who's to say that the vaccine is gonna help? Like you let's 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 say you take the vaccine and you experience exactly. symptoms three years later, you're gonna take another vaccine? As soon as you said that, like it just, it just, I it completely make sense. forgot as well. So obviously there, there was a there was a lot that went down kind of with my nan's stay in hospital and stuff, especially because of the timing it happened. Right. She didn't die, she didn't pass of, of COVID, by the way. Just unfortunately, um she um she had yeah, she did have it put on um they the label certificate, it, which yeah, right? really kind of fucked things over for my family. Um but no, she had other health issues, and um, but she did have um, she did have an infection on her lungs, but she never was experiencing symptoms. And they did, of course, mm-hmm. test her, and she she was tested twice actually, and they both came back negative. So it was like, yeah, she she really did not have it. Um, but they're being but what's told crazy to is when you mentioned the flu COVID. shot, my grandmother never used to take the flu shot. But when did she take the flu shot for the first time? This year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, so I ain't saying nothing, wow. but I'm just saying. You know? You feel me? Something ain't adding up. And it's not a coincidence that you can't sue the people <laughs> if you have side effects and one of your ears fall it's, off. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's a lot, I'm just man. saying. Because these, I don't, I don't know, like, because I, I see, like, a certain, like, you, you guys' commercials, like, from what I've seen so far, um, there, it's not pushing, like, pharmaceutical medicine. So, like, in America, you will have mm-hmm. a, a commercial about this new <laughs> drug, and you will have a happy yeah. family, you know, kicking a soccer ball, and it says, side effects include, uh, your arm <laughs> might fall off, eye, eyesight uh, oh, fucking gone, um, internal bleeding, <laughs> fucking diary and it's like how we how, did you, are you guys ignoring I that they're know. telling you that your body can shut down from you this should shit? never want to consume something ball? that could potentially cause any wild side effects like that you know if you have the freaking choice like <laughs> it's crazy because what people don't know the fear is weakening your immune system so mm-hmm. all that 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 news that you're consuming every day, Definitely. that fear is weakening Definitely. your immune system. That I've been it's very, shutting your very body careful down. with my approach to this whole pandemic and stuff. Like, I definitely, yeah, so, I mean, I was obviously ask the you nature of what I do uh, in terms of readings and stuff like that, I've basically been on my own lockdown since last year. <laughs> I was always kind of in, in my house anyway. So it wasn't, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, yeah, I was always working from home. So it wasn't a big shock or a big change like that for me at all in any way. Um, I, yeah, so I, I still live at home. Um, but again, just fortunately with the times that my parents worked and where they worked they're not really around that much people and not really out for that long and stuff like that and my brother's a model so his work is it varies you know so we're all kind of always cool and we're always kind of safe and again big on keeping our immune systems up like my parents are like on top of of their health and stuff like that and really you you come you see all the herbs you see all the teas you have you see everything the supplements all of that shit (laughs) and so yeah we were just like okay focus on 
not getting sick basically guys um and obviously in terms of like wearing masks you know mm-hmm. if if i have to be around loads of people and stuff i will obviously wear my mask but you know if i'm walking the streets right. and there's legit nobody around me there's nobody near me in any shape way or form i'm not gonna wear my mask I, i'm gonna be free i'm just gonna yeah that that, that part doesn't make any sense will. to me at all when i'm in the car with my mom why are we wearing masks it makes no sense when okay we get out of the car and have to go shopping exactly. then yeah they make us wear the, like... we wear the mask you know and so it's, it's again right. i'm just kind of, it's all about this the balance not balance necessarily but just i'm i'm kind of careful and i limit basically i try to limit how much i i use the my mask and obviously how much I can go out or anything like that and and definitely a limit how yeah. much of the news I consume like I consume enough to know the basics of what's going on obviously because I, I don't want to be completely clueless and not watch the news at mm-hmm. all um but yeah I'm not here no. constantly checking mm-hmm. up I'm not here with notifications on and shit like that because yeah I'm not trying to go crazy I'm not trying to yeah let the fear let anxiety fuck up my immune system or anything like that even more so... <laughs> hell I've noticed like when I'm in like for example um we've gone shopping out here and I can walk in a grocery store and not have a mask on. You might have people who, you know, um, are wearing their mask, but in the U.S., they'll walk up to you and say, hey, you have to put your mask on. I haven't experienced that once mm-hmm. here. It's, it's, it's such a breath of fresh That's air. Like, I fucking love it. Because it's like, people, it's, people aren't using logic. They aren't questioning. They're just, like, complying to whatever they're being told. Like, they're not thinking... Okay, this doesn't make sense. That's the thing, you know. I don't understand why people can't just always take everything that we're told with a pinch of salt or at least try and read between the lines. At least, again, just just be open. That's That's all people have to do. I'm not saying, I would never say don't completely listen to the government. Don't do this or whatever. I'm just like, have a a brain for yourself too, you know, at at the same time. It's like... It, well, maybe again, I suppose mm-hmm. it's just the nature of, of some people because I even think back down when I was a child and when I was in school, anytime I would never just take everything the teacher told me for fact. Whenever they would tell me something, yeah, or face value that right. seemed a bit off, but so face I wasn't value, really yeah. sure. I would question it. I would ask, and fair enough, if they they were definitely right, then okay, I've learned. I understand, you know. But sometimes they would say shit that weren't right and then yeah that would actually throw them off like Mm -hmm. hearing me as a kid kind of question (laughs) question them and they're like oh shit um so yeah I'm like how are you as an adult not even able to kind of do that because from the way alone well I'm speaking from my experience in the UK from the way alone the government has handled this pandemic how in any shape way or form can you completely trust them that's what that's what Exactly. That's what Come on now. me. And they, tr- you, they trust blindly. They trust everyone, blindly. Everyone, this, this entire country has seen the way the government has handled this pandemic, how careless they have been. And, and, and you still want to believe everything they're telling us. The fact that they themselves have denied, have ignored scientific facts and all of this shit and, and they've ignored the, the procedures other countries have followed yeah. which mean, you know looking at places like Australia and a lot of you know countries in um, 
in Asia and stuff like that are who are how doing so much better mm-hmm. uh, than us now, regardless of whether they had the virus earlier on or first or whatever. There are a lot of countries that are handling it so much better. And I think, okay, I completely take into to, you know, consideration the fact that every country is varies in size and population and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, that still somewhat, still somewhat right. is kind of irrelevant to the fact that this pandemic is the same for everyone in a sense where it's, it's a virus. It affects everyone the same way. So everyone. therefore, handling it, tackling it in, this, in the same way would have the same effect. So if we were to follow the same procedures, other countries that have been successful with it, we wouldn't be dealing with shit like mm-hmm. this now. It doesn't matter if we're a smaller or a bigger country. So that's what, when people bring up that factor, I'm just like, shut up because it's actually irrelevant. It's literally down to the way we handled it, not if we're a big or small country. I think it's as well, is. to add to your point, it's all for profit. They're going to handle mm-hmm. it in a way that's going to profit long term. You have to stretch it out to, you know, create the the agenda, to create the narrative, create that program and have the people adopt it. So, for example, it doesn't seem like we've been in this shit for damn near a year at this point, but we have. But mm-hmm. we slowly transition to that comply and conform, comply and conform, not questioning, <laughs> you know, the lockdown. It's we're crazy, essentially on yeah. house arrest. But, uh, but on house thing, arrest right now. It's like we're going on house arrest, but then they're releasing us, but then putting us back on house arrest, but then releasing us. Put, and I'm like, so how, how in any way is this going to happen? Right, 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 right. It doesn't make any sense. I literally tweeted the other day, the way that this country is dealing with the virus feels like somebody just using makeup wipes as a, as a facial wash. Like you're not actually cleaning your face. You're just yep. pushing, essentially, it just feels like you're pushing yeah. dirt around, basically. <laughs> And so that's what they're doing with this virus. Like yeah, none of, none of like, the is. procedures we've taken in, in, in this country has actually been helpful in terms of reducing this or at least trying to contain this virus. And I will argue with anyone on that because it's literally a fact. Like we're literally seeing increasing cases and, and people dying. But it then at is. the same time, again, I still don't take those numbers as for fact. For my own experience with my nan as well, for sure. Like, nobody no, those tests. Otherwise, those if tests. I didn't have this experience with my nan, then I wouldn't mm-hmm. be so confident. But I literally know. And so you nobody can touch it to me. And, and I know for a fact I'm not, my family aren't the only family who's who probably experienced this either. And so, you know. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of those, a lot of those tests are uh, false positive. Because they're testing, they're testing for for a certain genetic code within the body, and so it's going to be you're going to see all these positive cases. But the flu was just as deadly as the virus, but you don't see the whole world shutting down. You you don't see that it shit. Is, it's, it's crazy. Like it, it, I mean, it, it, it doesn't make sense. I just oh, it's 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 crazy just thinking about this pandemic. And one, the fact that this has already been about a year since Ms. Rona's been about. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We really woke up one day and life was not the same again. Like how? No, not at all. It's, you have to... Cause I like I was I was a rebel in the beginning. I was like I'm not wearing this fucking mask. Like when 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 the when the news first broke, I yeah. remember being downtown. Cause I, I'm from Chicago. I remember being downtown, 
And I remember when the news broke and internally my mm-hmm. soul said, this is fucking bullshit. I knew this was bullshit. Like, this, this, this doesn't make sense. You're saying that um, this virus, which we've been exposed to many viruses, and, what, and the, the body needs to, to experience the, the disease, the virus, mm-hmm. so that we can be immune to it. So your body has to be exposed to it. It has to, so it can build, you know, build that that immune to it. And so, I'm watching people, I, like I can see the fear, and I, I have to have compassion because I know that the news is pumping this fear. So I, I can't blame you for being fearful because the news is pumping you with this programming. Mm-hmm. It's manifesting your reality for you. Little do you know. And so we're at. What what I do know is it's kind of like that. Like I'm, I see it from both the spiritual side and the and the human side. Human side is irritating. We have to go through all these measures. But spiritually, wow. this tower moment where everything is crumbling is for for the souls to awaken. And so I know, like in certain countries, there's a lot of protests going on with you know rights and you know we shouldn't be locked down. But of course, that's not going to be shown in the news. Because the mm-hmm. news don't want the people to see that they have power and that this is right that Listen, we're been on house arrest. For I the past didn't even year. know we've been on house protests. arrest for a year. Like, let me sneak in. I didn't even know. I didn't even, I didn't Steve, even know. I mean, the news they've, they've been quite, quite. I mean, obviously, not like nobody's saying anything, but it's not been as. Thingy and my my parents definitely watch the like the news is it's always censored. not always on but it's on frequently in this house that like everyone's mm-hmm. kind of up to date with stuff. So if I don't know something, mm-hmm. sometimes chances are my parents will know or vice versa or whatever. But nobody in the house was really speaking about because we will speak about stuff in it on the news together. Nobody really brought up the riots until just that. Um, yeah, it's just like okay. Even though I, know, I didn't realize I forgot that people were still kind of <laughs> out here um, realizing shit and, and kind of see, but it that's because they they've had that awakening. You when your freedom and your rights are taken away, and it's for and it's no logic behind it. That's the part that that's upsetting people. There's no logic behind mm-hmm. certain things that's going on. So of course they're going to question. You know. Mm-hmm. They're going to question. I want to transition because I do want to ask you, um, I, I want to, for the, for the final topic, I want to transition into how do you connect to your ancestors? Like what does connecting to your ancestors mean oh, for you? Uh, I know it varies between ancestors. people, but what does it mean to you? Very, well, because again, I still feel like I'm somewhat new to, well, no, not feel, I am somewhat new to it. To all of that, um, I only really started learning and connecting mm-hmm. with my ancestors again within this past um, year. And so while I still have a very strong belief mm-hmm. in in a higher being and spirit, you know, um, I still feel like it's important to have a connection with um, your ancestors. And it's not like I look at it as, again, something as, as worshipping them per se, even though I give offerings, it's more so, okay, I, I have to kind of you know, just give respects every now and then and, and be grateful and thankful, of course, for the people who came before me and everything that's kind of within my um, bloodline and essentially who I am and everything that I have in terms of my powers and my gifts and stuff that comes from them. And so, yeah, I do have a little altar. Um, I've ha- I did have one um, before my 
grandma passed okay. but obviously now it's kind of surreal actually having an ancestor that I knew because even though my grandfather um has passed um he passed when I was one so yeah I didn't really know him like that and plus he was in a different country anyway so yeah my nan is really my first ancestor of course that I actually kind of okay. know and by name and definitely at least have memories of and that can really kind of connect with and in, in that sense and so yeah my now my altar is is basically kind of all was was dedicated to her, which is kind of funny because I was like thinking sorry go on oh I was gonna say I was like no, thinking the other day I was like oh um no, no, I wonder no, if like other ancestors get like envious if you kind of just pay attention to one specifically because sometimes I think because sometimes I feel like I'm just like talking to her, but then I'm like, oh That's no, interesting. it's still for everyone X Y Z, this family and stuff like that, blah blah blah. Because I mean, she's the only one that I have pictures of. But I do have one picture actually of her with her dad, um, which is I yeah. only saw this picture this year too. So that was crazy, like seeing my great grandfather like for the first time, and like, oh my god, and like how alike they Whoa. look as well. So I'm like, oh, I have a picture of him now on my um on my altar, which is nice. And so, yeah, I try to implement kind of just my connection with them into my like everyday life, basically. So, yeah, every morning I like to at least acknowledge them okay. and stuff like that. And I do try to connect to them on, on the, you know, yeah, on a daily basis, basically. I remember, I remember reading. The, I saw a tweet of yours. I think it was the day yesterday or the day before. Oh yeah, and you was talking about how you were <laughs> yeah. asking your nan for a sign, and it was about birds. Yeah. So, um, obviously, talk, talk, talk um, to us about that. I thought that was really interesting. When I was kind of like learning about ancestors and actually like connecting to spirit guides and stuff like that, um, obviously, I was like learning about how you can just simply ask for shit obviously it sounds so straightforward but it's like no so, so many people don't realize that you really just have to ask for shit um and, and 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 sometimes it can happen you know and so um yeah I just was in kind of like you know just a, a down space just obviously kind of thinking about her and stuff and sometimes I feel like oh she's not with me I don't know just from the things that I may read of other people and their connection to their ancestors I'm like oh is she really here sometimes because I'm not experiencing xyz like somebody else but then I'm like wait no firstly I don't need to be comparing myself anyway uh, because again everyone's connection and their, their situations with their ancestors are different you know mm-hmm. um but yeah I was just like you know what let me ask her just show me a sign for a bird normally I know you're supposed to be way more specific and usually I am more specific specific whenever I ask for something or whenever I'm like you know obviously manifesting whatever mm-hmm. but I just happen to say yeah show me through birds that you're you're still with me and then yeah literally like the next day for the the next few days um a pigeon kept like trying to come through my window but luckily like my window wasn't opened wide enough for it and I just I mean obviously pigeons are common in, in London but I find it funny that there are low where I live specifically though there are loads of different yeah. types of birds that are around anyway so it could have been another type of bird actually but why do it resonated but I definitely knew it was her through the pigeons because she would always kind of make fun of me of the fact that I was afraid of pigeons (laughs) 
and find that there's this one picture that she loves of me so much in um, her house. That's crazy. I'm like outside in her front um, yard, literally surrounded by so many pigeons. But I'm like a little kid. And I think that was maybe just before the fear settled in. So, because I I used to be so scared of them, but I'm just like smiling, surrounded by all these pigeons. And she would always bring up that photo. So, yeah, when it was a pigeon, I was like, okay. And the fact that I was obviously scared, I'm like, what the fuck, go away. But. I love it. That's so awesome. Because I Um, noticed, like, I feel, because my dad, he transitioned away when I think I was, like, 12, uh, 11 or 12. And that was a really, it was a really tough time. But, um, um, like, I'm pro-psychedelics. I'm I'm I'm, I'm always referenced back to psychedelics. I was um, having a trip with ass and I was experiencing my dad's consciousness and he was telling me like you know let him go let go of the hurt you know stop you know let go of that burden because that inner child is still mourning for his dad kind of shit and so he told me like just let him go he's great he's chilling and so I'm laughing we're having a conversation and it's just it was just like the most beautiful experience but then I whenever I see like a butterfly I feel if it's him or my grandma and it never felt <laughs> like I see a butterfly fly past me. I'm like, oh shit, hey. Like I I like you know, I I I peep like that's you, you you letting me know that you're oh, here, yeah, that you're always around because they're always around us. Just energetically. And as well with um with my always grandma, like energetically. The way this sounds sometimes, like, would to enter your average person, it could sound like quite self centered and, and egotistical. But I say this in the sense where I feel like my nan passing no, this year serious. specifically may have been partly for a reason because if she had passed any time prior to this, I would not have been able to handle her death at all. Like, I was kind of like thinking about the potentials of mm. that like literally gives me chills sometimes because I feel like whoa would I even be here like I feel like it, I would have dealt with the grief that badly because falling into my spirituality last year and now having a completely different perspective and outlook on death yeah her transition and stuff like that the fact that I even call and, and acknowledge that it's a transition yeah. you know like I would never <laughs> have at any point prior yeah so I'm like her kind of passing this year like I feel like it had to have happened after I came into my spirituality properly in a way um and yeah and the fact as well is like Mm -hmm. thinking if I weren't into any of this I wouldn't go and have ancestral readings meaning I would have never been connecting with her at all um, on on this sort of level and stuff like that. And I wouldn't be able to actually probably unlock and understand the things I need to work through for my ancestral healing and stuff like that. And so, yeah, yeah, because I am obviously somebody that definitely believes in everything, you know, happening for a reason and stuff. And so, um, 100%. 100 percent everything's aligned everything is uh, everything is aligned i remember um to add to your point when i was uh i was tripping off shrooms i was microdosing i was uh i set the intention before to do some inner child healing and just like you know release certain blockages and and traumas that i've you know occurred in via childhood 
And one thing that stood out during that trip was everything is being orchestrated exactly how it's supposed to. So I'm seeing everything from the higher perspective while we're experiencing those little mano, those little micro moments of the higher um, perspective. So everything that we're going through right now are like little film frames of the entire movie, if that makes sense. And it's just, we... We mm-hmm. think that everything that's going on right now um, is, you know, random or it's just uh, yeah. whatever. But no, it's being divinely orchestrated. Everything, every everything that happens to us is for a reason. And you realize that it could be like a week later, a year later, and you're like, oh shit, exactly. I realize and the way well, I, I think whenever like, I bring this up or have this conversations, I suppose, with people who may not be kind of spiritually aware or kind of even acknowledge that stuff, sort of stuff, um, they'll be like, well, if everything's kind of divinely orchestrated and, and whatnot, like how that doesn't make sense because we have free will, like that's kind of conflicting. So I'm like, well, no, I believe in both. We 100% I was thinking that too. have free yeah. will. And the way I look at it is, okay, you have something that's divinely, mm-hmm. um, that, oh my God, oh, sorry, I, I'm high. I forgot. <laughs> divinely. Uh, uh, no, 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 you're it? good. Don't you know, apologize. Created, I don't know, whatever. The word, yeah, set in stone for you is something like that, basically. Um, yeah. That doesn't mean you don't have free will because let's say um, divinely orchestrated, that's it. <laughs> so, okay. so say you're, you're divinely orchestrated to. Um, there we go. Let's go. Let's to go. Have, um, actually, to have a good experience in a relationship with somebody or whatever, yeah. Um, but this person lives in another country. So, okay, so it's a long distance relationship and you're, you're, you're supposed to kind of meet this person and have a connection and an experience with them. Your the minute your free will obviously steps in is I see it as okay. Mm-hmm. Your the way you choose to approach this relationship, um, the your you know it's like oh, I had a good analogy, but I've literally lost it. I literally had a good analogy. And I completely lost it. It's because it, it suddenly hit me it, now. You it know, it come to you. Like, oh, no. It come to you. I'm losing my thought. No, it wasn't because I was my analogy wasn't a relationship. I don't know why I started talking about a relationship, um, <laughs> but which is a reason. I feel like I'm not gonna lie. I've been I've been doodling, and I feel like I've been stuff throughout this conversation. So I feel like maybe. But no, the analogy was okay. You're divinely orchestrated to go 100%. somebody. Say you you have a path to go to another country or something like that. The way your free will steps in is is the way you choose to travel there. So whether you choose to go down that route through a boat or through a plane, or if you choose to walk it, or if you choose Ooh. to go halfway but then come back, but then go again another day. You know, it is still something that's div- that you're divinely orchestrated, that you're divinely following. But it's the way you choose to follow it. It's the way you choose to deal with it. Basically, if you get what I mean. So that's why I kind of feel like that's it. Oh my god, that was so messy. Trying to get that. <laughs> Damn. Yes, yeah, so that's how um, whenever no, 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 no. I try to pitch, explain pitch was, was to people, yeah, how something can still be essentially written in the stars or divinely orchestrated, however you want to describe it, basically, while still having free will. Damn, because because 
I was I had that thought because I keep waking up at like five o'clock since I've been over here, and it's kind of weird. It's kind of weirding me out. So I'll, I'll I'll wake up every night at five a.m. and I'll just sit there thinking, and like that thought crossed my mind: free will. Like, of course, we have free will because we're you know manifesting those little micro moments in our day. But certain things are divinely orchestrated from a higher self perspective. That, like, for example. Mm-hmm you were meant to have your spiritual awakening that year ago. And I was meant to have mine a few years ago. That was from our higher perspective. Now, this perspective that we are now, these are the little micro um, (laughs) moments uh, that we're creating. So it's it's really (laughs) fascinating. She's really fascinating. Happy that I I connect I'm connect more to my spirituality than I'm not really religious per se anymore because I have never felt more in control of my own life <laughs> than uh, than ever before um and yeah mm-hmm. it's just like oh my god I'm actually I actually feel like I'm living for once you know um and there's yeah, I don't feel like there's this yes. constant pressure not, on my neck, you know, constantly that I have to basically, yeah, worry about actually sometimes. Because, yeah, when you mm-hmm. are deeply religious, sometimes, yeah, you do worry about a lot and you aren't able to just kind of truly be, uh, you know, yeah, it is living in, in fear. In, in fear it's in, fear. In it's fear. You're, you're, you're living under fear. Um definitely but the way I kind of look at things That's now crazy. I really feel like I feel like everyone's just genuinely supposed to kind of have their own spiritual journey and and literally just experience it the way they experience it fair enough some people's mm-hmm. experiences may be similar you may be able to relate mm-hmm. with people or whatever but it's not supposed to all be the same. You're not all supposed to follow things yep. or do everything exactly the same. I, oh, well, that's what I kind of, kind of how I see it, basically, you know, because we are individuals at the end of the day. We all did come here for our own specific reasons. Fair enough, they may connect or, or they may, again, have these similarities, but that's not necessary to say, okay, everyone has to follow this. Everyone has to do this, like, no because sometimes some things don't resonate with people you know and you mm-hmm. kind of can't force your 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 spirit to connect to something that it truly yeah. was never meant to connect with actually you can't <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. if it doesn't align it's, it's, your, your soul just wasn't meant to align with it at that point mm-hmm. it wasn't meant I want to um before we wrap up, do you um I always ask this oh last question for my guests? What is your message to humanity Ooh, at this so, time? <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. What is my time. message to humanity at this time? That oh god, oh that's oh no, I don't wanna sound cheesy. Shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> No, don't don't like you, you overthinking it now. No, but like it. seriously, Just, you starting to overthinking. There shit are again. a lot of things we're not supposed to truly understand in 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 life, and and that's okay. Um, there are a lot of things that we're gonna be uncertain about in life, and that's okay. And we really do truly just have to take life and 
and, 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 you know, everything one step at a time. And we truly are all on our own timelines, on our own journeys. And at the end of the day, to some to some sort of degree, I feel like a lot of things will not matter <laughs> in, the, at all in this lifetime. And so take a deep breath and, and you know, mm-hmm. be good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. right now. Hey, that's perfect. That yeah. is perfect. <laughs> Always, I told you, just, just don't overthink it. I would say, I would say my message um, for the humanities right now was just take a step back. Yeah. Um, the plug from the news. The plug from the news for one week. See how you feel um, when you when you do. I mean, when you, when you take that step back, you're gonna mm-hmm. feel lighter. You're gonna feel you know less stressful, less worried, less fearful, and just take back your power. Just read. Like I recommend, just just tapping in with yourself, meditating, breath work. I'm big on, um, you know, reading books about, you know, manifestation, just who you are, just connect back with yourself. You just, we're, we're in, we're in house. It's, it's kind of ironic. The house arrest is annoying, but the house yeah, arrest is, is good great because it forces you to, to, really to de- uh, dig deep within. This drink is really getting me right now. Uh, I'm, and yes, it, that's why we're, that's why we're confined in these spaces. So just use this time to really think about what you want, who you are, and what's working and what's not working. Yeah. And just realize, man, like, it's so true. this is a fucking simulation, bro. This is ultimately mm-hmm. this is a simulation. This is ultimately a simulation. Uh, Shannara, so I want to, I really want to thank you for being on. Like, this episode has been a lot of fucking fun. Um, I'm, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation here today. What um, do you have anything you wanna, um, you know, leave us on? Yeah, you wanna say anything about yourself my, or my shop anything for really. you? Um, I mean, my Black Friday sale has ended by now, but I will be having another little Christmas sale. I mean, my shop is only about two months old, so she's a little baby, so I can't be having you know the the wildest sales um out here as much as I would love to. But I'm gonna still have a little sun sun for Christmas, and so yeah, definitely check them out. I have um these really called birth chart crystal packs that I put together for people based on your um uh placements in your birth chart for people who are really into astrology cute cute gift for yourself or for somebody for Christmas that's into astrology so yeah that's on my website edenofnubian.com let's go let's go that's good guys I'm going to provide all the descriptions to um, <laughs> shop support on the description below. Uh, below, whoa, whoa, this lift was really hitting me. Um, Shinhara, I want to thank you again Definitely. for being on. I would Definitely. please, please, okay. I would love to have you back on in a future episode. This has been a lot of fucking fun. Hell, let's go, guys. As always, we're the creative of your own reality. Everything you think, feel, <laughs> say will shape reality around you be kind to others um just detach from the fearful program that's going on right now be conscious of what you absorb be conscious of what you're creating and look we're, we're <laughs> on a great we're on a great awakening right now they, they, they can't stop take care this. guys this, is already, this has been planned let's go